You have found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, we got to talk about has Kobe White done enough to actually go out there and win this starting job? Could Torrey Craig be a starter for the Chicago Bulls as well? And how do we want to see this Bulls team finish out the preseason? All that more in today's episode of Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I am your host, Pat, the designer. Hayes is out today. I don't know if you guys heard on the last podcast, but he sounded like he was dying. Uh, but no, he just got a little bit of a, uh, I, I don't know what it is at this point, just a voice issue, uh, losing his voice. We do a lot of podcasting throughout the year. So at some point, we all go through that moment where we end up losing our voices. Uh, I blame the Bears. As with everything, I blame the Bears. Uh, let's start it off here because I thought this is an interesting place to kind of look at because Kobe White has played really, really well throughout preseason. I think that he's adjusted well. And, of course, right, we had the little scare yesterday. But has Kobe White done enough uh, to to be the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls? And I look at even in his moments uh, in the last game where 24 minutes in that last game, shot the ball incredibly efficient, 5 for eight, did turn the bas- basketball over a little bit too much for my liking, but the entire Bulls team turned the basketball over a little bit too much for my liking. But when you look at what Kobe White's able to do out there in limited minutes, right, 11 points, four assists, uh, uh, um, you know, and, and he's been pretty consistent at finding guys open, Not maybe not getting the final assist, but getting that hockey assist. I think the fact that we've seen him be able to get out there also uh, on the break and just be able to take off, grabbing the ball off of the, off of the uh, board, off of the defensive board for the rebound, and that speed being such an asset for him. To me, it's been a one-man race this entire time. I know that it was supposed to be this open competition for Kobe White as the starting point guard, but it seems like Kobe White has won this job clearly. Clearly to me, and he's been. I have to commend Kobe White for how he's fought back. Now, during the season, is where all the answers come, right? Like it's not like we're gonna sit here and we're gonna go, oh boy, he played great in preseason, so that means that he's gotta be, he's gonna be this elite starting point guard during the season. It'll be something to see what he'll be able to continue to do. But I, I love the growth that we've seen from Kobe White over the last two seasons. Where to me, uh, you've seen the handle grow, you've seen the basketball IQ grow, you've seen the basketball awareness on the court grow. Uh, to me, those are things that you want to continue to develop in a very, I know it's crazy to say, right, seeing as how he's on a second contract, but a very young player. Kobe White, still only 23 years old. And so I really look at the game that he's been able to put together over the over, you know, the last last season and, and what I expect coming into this season. And, and I have a, a huge excitement for uh, where this young man has grown. You know what I mean? To me, I love the fact that Kobe White, has put himself in a position to take back over the starting point guard position. Now, the only pushback that may be there is you had Io DeSumo, who was in that starting role last season. Io has also played well, uh, relatively well, for the most part, during this preseason. Hasn't shot the basketball as well, well, but has been a lot more confident, uh, more willing to take that three ball. Uh, A guy who's 
definitely looking to lock back in on the defensive side. He's really been the only competition that I've seen for Al. Javon Carter, to me, feels like a bench point guard. Um, but to me, seeing Kobe compared to Javon, right, I love what Javon does defensively. I love what Javon is doing defensively. I love what Javon is able to do as far as coming in, catch and shoot, corner three-pointers, uh, j- just being able to take take guys uh, off the dribble and, and create offense off of that. But I'm looking for more from my starting point guard here. I'm looking for the guy that can kind of allow Zach and DeMar to not be Two guys who are just, okay, it's your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Let's mix this thing up. I think Kobe White has given the Bulls the best advantage to try and do that. And that's why I look at his game, and, and I think that he's getting a lot more uh, out of out of the rest of this team than anybody else is. And that's the part that you look to most, right? Even when, when we saw Zach Levine on the floor, right, the threat of Kobe being able to score – um, not to say Zach, listen, Zach looks purely in midseason form already. He looks like he's ready to go to start the season. Can't wait for next Thursday to come. I mean, we are literally uh, seven days now away from Chicago Bulls starting basketball. So I'm so excited for that. Um, but to me, it allows Zach Levine to be the person that he's supposed to be. It allows Zach Levine to be the guy, okay, I'm on the corner, catch and shoot three, boom. Let me get to my mid-range spot. Let me get. Let me attack the rim. Let me get downhill. How are we going to open things up in the full court? All of those things to me, Kobe White to me is more of an asset with at, at opening those things up for Zach Levine. I like how Iota Sumu comes in and kind of, you know, he, he gives that defensive presence. I like how he facilitates the basketball as well, or at least how he's done it in this preseason. But when he was out there, it was a very your turn, my turn offense. It was a very here you go. Okay, now here you go. Here you go. Now here you go. I feel like with Kobe's ability to score the ball as well, that opened things up a lot more for Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. And people, just how guys are going to be able to defend these guys, right? You're not going to be able to close in on them the same. You're not going to be able to just sit there and play off of Io and help on to DeMar because Kobe White's a guy who, like in the last game, and hopefully what we'll see continue tonight, can score the basketball as well. But, hey, I do want to know how you guys feel, man. Let me know in the comments below what are your thoughts on Kobe White uh, being the starting point guard of this team. Do you think that this is going to be the right move? And, uh, listen, on a on a personal level, does do you like that Kobe was able to fight his way back into this starting spot? Remember, Kobe was our starting point guard his rookie year. Kobe was our guy his rookie year. It took – and, and sometimes I think this is the thing, and this is what I love with what AK is doing organizationally. I know a lot of people look at it and say, you're running it back. You're going for the uh, uh, competitive nature, but what are you really doing? But you don't look at the ins and outs of what the organization he's trying to build is, right? The organization he's trying to build is one that grows through younger players. He's trying to change the shot profile. He's trying to build out the player development. He's trying to build out these things where you can keep an influx of young guys coming in so that you finally become one of those teams where you go, you know, they're pretty good, and they just keep finding these guys. So you become the Warriors so that you can become the Spurs. So even when the Spurs were bad, everybody looked at pieces that were on the Spurs and went, bro, if they were actually trying to win, bro, like I like Devon Dotson. Not Devon Dotson, uh, 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 Devin Vassell. Devon Dotson. Devon Dotson was here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like Devin Vassell. Uh, that was a throwback name, too. Right? Uh, DeJounte Murray. I really like what he was able to do. Uh, Jakob Podol. He went down there and continued his play that he was uh, able to put on display back up in Toronto, right? Like, 
you looked at pieces on that team and you were like, how do they keep finding these guys? And can we get one of those guys? That's how you get one of those guys. You go out there, you develop these guys in your system, you grow them through your system. And then all of a sudden you're looking back one day and, and yes, some guys do become expendable. They just do. There's some guys that you're going to look at and you go, Hey, uh, we we like this guy, but we don't love this guy. Next thing you know, we got we got this young man who's coming up through the ranks. Hopefully that is a Julian Phillips. That is a Dalen Terry, right? And that allows you to move on from your veteran players that, yes, maybe they are a little long in the tooth at one point, right? Like, and you're not having this conversation on, okay, well, what are we going to be re-signing DeMar DeRozan for a long-term deal? Are we going to be re-signing Booch? Are we going to, you know what I mean? Like, that is how you avoid these conversations by developing internally. And I love that the Chicago Bulls are focusing on that uh, uh, a lot more coming into this season. But, hey, man, I do want to know how you guys feel. Like I said, let me know in the comments below as well. And before we continue on, I do have to tell you guys all about Jace Medical because Jace Medical to me, uh, it's something that every family in a sense, couldn't he? You never know when natural disaster is going to strike. You never know when uh, you're going to have a mass outbreak. You never know a lot of time. Like, time and unforeseen occurrences strike us all, do they not? But when you look at what the Jace case can provide, it is an emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Here's something new, though. They now offer customability, customizability, customizability, that a word? We're going to roll with it. Customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family unique needs. Uh, Jace is continually working on expanding their medication offerings. In, th in those recent efforts, they've added Invermicent as an option in the Jace case. Um Another thing that you also get with it is you can buy a gift card for your family and or loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. All you have to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the promo code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. Make sure y'all get up on that, man. So. As we keep this thing moving along, man, appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Hit the like button if you haven't done so. Subscribe to the page. Uh, we talk Bulls daily on this channel. Y'all already know how we do here. Uh, here's another question on the starting lineup. Could Torrey Craig be pushing Patrick Williams to the bench? And this is a question that has come up a couple of different times. And realistically speaking, when you look at a guy like Torrey Craig, uh, you, a solid veteran, right? It, what we're asking P-Will to be this season. Comes in, shoots the three ball pretty well. You know that he's going to play defense. I know a lot of people got very, very excited when he blocked uh, Gary Trent Jr.'s uh, dunk attempt down at the other end. But a guy who doesn't give up on the play, a guy who's going to push. He, when he talked about you know how he's going to push Patrick Williams, uh, in, in this whole scenario, he's, he's like, listen, I'm going to talk trash to him. I'm, I'm going to try and fire him up. We're going to try and keep this thing going. But could he push to be a starter 
as this season gets started. And I think the answer to that for me personally is no right now because of what we just talked about with the development that this team wants to go through. When you're talking about developing a player, you don't take them out of the starting lineup to do that. Now, an aggressive P. Will would be aggressive in any situation, but we know that AK really wants to go out there and be able to develop uh, um you know, Patrick Williams into whatever that comes with being the number four overall pick. At a minimum, you want to develop him at this point into a solid veteran. For you to be able to do that, he has to still get minutes. I know that people are sitting here, and, and listen, I'm one of them. I do not believe that he's going to ever live up to being the number four overall pick. That does not mean that he cannot become a solid NBA player in this league. Even on, and what I what I appreciated from what we saw from P. Will in the last game, didn't shoot the basketball very well, four for 13, but 13 shots, still trying to be aggressive. He was still trying to get to the basket. There were some shots that he should have made. There were some shots he should have been able to knock down. 110%, I'm right there with you. But guess what? I've seen Zach Levine have a bad shooting night. I've seen DeMar DeRozan have bad shooting nights. I've seen Nikola Vucevic have bad shooting nights. I've seen LeBron James have bad shooting nights. I've seen every single player in the NBA have bad shooting nights. The mindset for me is the aggressive mindset. I like to see that in this starting lineup and rotating a little bit with the bench as well. Now, there was a long stretch there where Billy Donovan went with Torrey Craig. There was, I mean, Torrey Craig ended up playing 26 minutes there. Outplayed Patrick Williams as far as minutes by six minutes. Shot the ball two for seven. Nothing crazy. 0 for three from the three-point line. Again, the same argument can be made about him. But the impact was felt. Only four points on the day, but two block shots. Had a steal. Uh, had three assists, had five total rebounds. Um, three of those rebounds were offensive rebounds. He found a way to make himself active. And you know what? That's the one thing that I've continually asked from Patrick Williams. At some point in the season, do I think that Torrey Craig could move into that starting lineup? I am open to that conversation, but I do think that starting this season off, the Bulls may want to keep P. Will in that starting lineup. One, for the continuity standpoint, listen, it does make more sense if you keep a guy in the lineup who guys are already used to playing with. Torrey Craig is new here. Maybe you slowly work him into that starting lineup. But right now, I mean, to me, looking at Patrick Williams, you don't gain anything by putting them on the bench. It's not like you're drastically impre- uh, uh, increasing uh, the value of your starting lineup right now. And listen, I can start you and play you 21 minutes and play Torrey Craig 26, and I have that elite scoring coming up, or I have that elite uh, uh, um, um not scoring. What, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't want to say gadget guy either. Uh, the guy who 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 allows his impact to be felt, right? He's the Javante Green type of player for me. That's how I look at Torrey Craig. And I love to have that, but I would love to have that on the court with both lineups in there, right? When Kobe White's in there and when Javon Carter's in there. Heck, I would love to have some Torrey Craig and Patrick Williams minutes together where Patrick Williams is able to focus on being nothing but somebody who's trying to get to the bucket and score. I'm not one that's going to sit here and tell you that P. Will has his job locked up no matter what. I'm not one that's going to sit here and tell you that P. Will's all of a sudden going to, oh, he just had a breakout season. He's elite. This is crazy. How could we ever think that we were going to move? Y'all already know how I feel about Patrick, right? I hope that he I hope he proves me wrong. I hope at one point he turns into a 25-point-per-game player uh, with six rebounds and, and, you know, this elite and dominant focus that he's just dominating everybody on the other side. I don't expect it to happen. So what does that mean? At some point, if he continues to play under par, you're going to have to make a change. But under par to me is not four for 13 from the field going two for four from the three-point line. Is that a bad game? 100%. I'm not telling you it's not a bad game. But 
I think that that's a game that I can live with if I see you being aggressive. And so to start the season off for me, I'm not looking to move P. Will out of that starting lineup just yet. Maybe Billy Donovan is. We'll see what the lineup is for tonight's Milwaukee, or I'm sorry, uh, Minnesota versus Bulls game, right? We'll see kind of what that ends up being. But for me, I'm focused mostly on, okay, is he is, is P. Will trying to prove that the man on the other side of him, I'm going to be able to go out there and, and dominate play in and play out? I saw that. I saw that now. I saw it in the second half. In the first half, passive P was back, right? So it's a consistency. It's a consistency in building that mindset. It's a consistency in keeping that going. But you don't build that to me by benching him at this point. I think they do start the season out with him in the starting lineup. If we see more of the same, could I be persuaded to say that he's not going to be in that starting lineup? 110%. And and I'm to me... The biggest thing that Patrick Williams can prove this season is that no matter what, I am going to be an elite 3 and D player. And he shot the three ball really, really well, where Torrey Craig to this point has not. That's the biggest difference that I need to see from P. Will, right? Right now, Torrey Craig hasn't shot the three ball great in preseason. Patrick Williams has been somebody who on catch and shoot has had a quicker release. He's taking top of the key three-pointers. He doesn't look uncomfortable. Remember last year, to me, P. Will was wing uh, uh, wing three or corner three. That's it. That's all you're going to get from me. Now we're seeing the top of the key. We're seeing it on the right side. We're seeing him be a lot more aggressive, pulling the basketball a lot deeper as well. So I, I like the three-point shooting that he adds to this starting lineup. So for me, I'm keeping him in right now let me know how you guys are feeling in the comments below love to hear from you as well uh we're gonna keep this thing moving along man but first we do have to tell you guys about FanDuel gotta show plenty of love out here to the boys over at FanDuel because FanDuel listen I told you guys a couple of days ago right like I have seen people with these bonus bets win a good chunk of money. So snap into action right now with the NBA season with a FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get a $200, uh, uh, $200 uh, in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app's so easy to use. Wide range of betting options include spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on and kick off this NBA season. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. All right now. Let's finish out the show strong, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love, especially all of you everydayers who tune in with the show every day. There's a locked on show for every podcast. You can also or for every team out there. You can also catch me over on Locked On NBA, where I break down the entire NBA with my co-host Nick Angstead over there. So stay tuned with us as well on all of that. If you're just a general basketball fan, question to everybody here. How do we want to see the Chicago Bulls team finish out the preseason? They're going up against Minnesota. Uh, what do we want to see from this team as a whole coming into this game tonight? Let me start here. I like what I saw from the Warriors last night. I like that the Warriors played their starters to finish the game. I know there's a lot of people that look at preseason and say, why the heck are we putting guys out here like this? This is not what we want to see. This makes no sense. What's the game plan here? Why would you want to see your starters out there that long? I want to see my starters out there that long because, to me, preseason in the NBA is a very 
it, it like it, it's basically like okay get some runs so your knees and legs get used to it now go out there and play a full 82 game season and i want to see our starters go tonight for one reason i've said this a couple of times on the pod uh, i want to see them finish the game out because i want to see one how they can actually finish out a game can they close out a game can you know how is zach levine going to be at the end of game moments different things like that because zach levine was cooking and all of a sudden right we end up losing that toronto game why well you didn't see Zach Levine the entire fourth quarter, right? You had Vooch out there a little bit. You had DeMar out there a little bit. But for the most part, they went away from, from the starters completely in that second half, especially in that fourth quarter. I want to see how this Bulls team is going to close out a game, how Kobe White looks in a fourth quarter. Um when he has to be the starting point guard on the floor. Uh and and on top of all else, right? The Bulls don't have the same luxury that every other team has. The Bulls don't have the luxury to go out there and say, well, you know, it's the beginning of the season, so we get off to a slow start. You know, I know we got OKC here, but no, you don't have that luxury. You know why? Because by the time you get the all-star break, if you want to pick it up, if you want to get to that next level, if you want to take that next step, right, like you have to do it now. Because by the time the all-star break gets here, you're having the conversation on, okay, are we really in this or not? If you can pick up some of these early wins and you've got a schedule right now that, I mean, listen, when, when I look at the Bulls' uh, 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 schedule coming into this season, you're starting off Thunder, Raptors, Pistons, Pacers, Mavericks, Nets, and then you play the Nuggets. But outside of that, outside of the Thunder, Raptors, Pistons, Pacers, Mavericks, Nets are all teams with question marks. Ben Simmons looks pretty good. I need to see it in the regular season. Uh, uh, Luka and Dallas have been a huge question mark. Uh, Luka and Kyrie and Dallas, I should say, have been a huge question mark. But you have an opportunity here to pick up a lot of games early and put yourself in the right direction. You want to start that off right away because by the time you get to the All-Star break, you're going to have some tough questions that you might have to answer. By the time we get to the trade deadline, you're going to have some really tough questions that you might have to answer. And so many answers are changed just by winning. Go out there, win a game, find a way to be one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. You do that by attacking teams early on. Heck, even that first season where we were all kumbaya, right? Like most of that season is built up in the first 35 games of the season when we have Lonzo Ball out there and everybody's running around and it's all perfect and everyone's healthy. And then we see DeMar DeRozan go on his run. But all of that goodwill was built up early in the season. The end of the season wasn't great. But you can afford a lot more if you have those wins in your back pocket. So to me, I want to see this Bulls team come out ready to hit the ground running versus OKC. So to me, that means you play your guys all the way through this game versus Minnesota. Get them ready. Have them ready to go. Have the blood pump and all of that. You know what I mean? Because in one, you're getting an OK or you're getting a Minnesota team here that is a pretty I mean, like we're talking about Anthony Edwards. We're talking about Rudy Gobert. I know there's been some question marks with what those guys are and if they're going to go out there and win enough games to justify the Rudy Gobert trade. But realistically, that's a team to me that that can go out and compete in the Western Conference. If you're able to go out there, and I get it, it's preseason. It's not a lot, but it's a good test. It's a good it's a good uh, 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 way to get you ready for another team that's coming in from the Western Conference that's going to look to take you or attack you very, very quickly. And with another one of the top young players in the league, you got Anthony Edwards coming in here tonight. And, of course, you got Shea coming in with OKC on Sunday – or, I'm sorry, on uh, next Thursday, so – Listen, Bulls got to get this one done. 
Um, let's let's see them finish out preseason with a win. I don't care if they win or lose. I just want to see everybody looking like they're ready for the regular season. I do want to know how you guys feel as well when you look at uh, kind of where this Bulls team is at and uh, how you guys want to finish out this regular season. To me, I, I think the, there is a start to this season that changes the trajectory of who's going to be here. And that start to me is attacking these early games like they're late games. I think then you're having the conversation on possibly extending DeMar. I think that, and then by early games, I'm talking about first couple of months. I'm not talking about, you know, we, we got to, oh, we could take our foot off the pedal. Like, you, I'm, I'm going to just rattle off, right? I gave you guys pretty much October. Here's November. Pacers, Mavericks, Nets, Nuggets, Jazz, Suns. Pistons, Bucks, Magic, Magic, Heat, Heat, Thunder, Raptors, Nets, Celtics, Bucks, Pelicans. If this Bulls team is healthy and able to go out there and be 100% and you're, you're actually doing the shot profile that you said and not this, we're taking less threes, we're moving the other direction, all of that, right? To me, you have a very, very good start to the season. I know, right? Everybody's going to throw the strength of schedule numbers around. Strength of schedule changes literally every single game if somebody wins or loses. But if I'm looking at kind of where this Bulls team is trending towards, this beginning of the season is perfect for you to make a name for yourself in the Eastern Conference and rack up wins if you're the team that you say that you want to be. Now, at the end of the day, does this team revert back into their original form? That's yet to be seen. But I, I just think that it all starts with hitting the ground running, and you hit the ground running by playing all of your guys tonight. Outside of that, I don't care about performances. It's preseason. I could care less about kind of where this, how this team performs tonight. I guess right if they look god-awful, it's like, well, that was a bad way to finish out the preseason and you're 1-4. But they haven't looked god-awful in any of these games. The Toronto game, dog, the refs were in full uh, midseason form in that Toronto game. 38 free throws. Come on, dog. We're not doing this. Let's, let's stop this. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. As always, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man. We do talk Chicago Bulls daily on this channel. Hopefully, Hayes will be back tonight. Hopefully, he's feeling better and uh, we'll be able to uh, go live and uh, react to what we saw from the Chicago Bulls tonight. But as always, it's your boy, Pat, the designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. Peace.